Hello, God bless you. This is Soteria Prophetic Ministries. I'm Delisa Fields, your host. I'm coming to you today with part two of the damsel. Um, if you <clears throat> haven't heard the first um, uh, broadcast, the previous one, I encourage you to um, take a moment. It's not long. Take a moment and um, listen to it because I'm going to follow this podcast is going to follow um, right behind that one. So we talked about um, we're coming out of, out of Acts chapter 16, 16, 17, um, really on through. Um, many of you know about the jailhouse rock where God um, delivered Paul and Silas while they were in jail just because of praise. That's all in that chapter. But what led up to that, what led to their imprisonment was um, Paul's dealings um, with this spirit of divination that was um, using this damsel, this servant girl. Um, her masters had employed her. Um, she was very, you know, very lucrative or she, she brought her, they, <laughs> what's the word I want to use? They uh, enslaved her because um, her gift was lucrative. They made money. They marketed her and merchandised her. And we may see some of that in today's generation, don't we? We see merchandising and we see branding and we see marketing. So you want to be, you know, watchful <laughs> with some of those things. Listen, some of this we think is a new thing. And, and if you get into the scriptures, you'll find out it's not so much. We've repackaged it. We've modernized it. But a lot of what we're seeing um is actually has already happened and and so the ship has already sailed and, and let me tell you something it'll work for a minute and then you know after a while we'll see some we'll see some consequences and repercussions so again just learn how to trust god and don't panic you know what i'm saying don't you know many times especially when it comes to end time prophecies and uh, for those of us who are in hurricane season everybody's prophesying or whatever but jesus had already said that this was going to come right matthew 24 you know and plus we know just by nature that, you know, during the fall between September and November, you know, it is called that season of time is called hurricane season. So there's some things that are just the course of nature. And, and, and I'm not saying that to take away the seriousness of it. Yes, people lives are at stake and property and, and all of that stuff and jobs and so forth in jeopardy. But, you know, let's not panic. OK, even in the time of, of God's uh, plagues on Egypt, <clears throat> When God was uh, punishing Egypt for uh, on Pharaoh's behalf, uh, for Pharaoh's sake, that God had a place called Goshen, G-O-S-H-E-N. Go back and study that. God had a place of uh, called Goshen. This is this is in the book of Exodus. Maybe one day we'll talk about it. But this was a place where God protected His people. And so, even though there was all of this, you know, turmoil and chaos and everything going on around them, as long as you stay in Goshen, stay in your safe place. And no matter what you hear, no matter what you see, no matter who's inviting you to come out of that that safety zone, stay in your Goshen, you know. And then when death, the, the night of the death of the firstborn, what did God say? God told Moses to instruct the people to apply the blood on the doorpost so that death would pass by. Guess what? Death came down the street. <laughs> death came down that street. And he said, when when they, when I see the blood. I will pass over you. So I know you're like, okay, what does this have to do with the damsel? But you got to understand that I'm a prophet too. And so sometimes you just kind of pick up on some things that people may be dealing with or maybe feeling overcome with. And so the Holy Spirit will go ahead and give you comfort in that area. We bless God for the Holy Spirit. So, um, so yeah, don't, don't, you know, just be anxious for nothing, right? Be watchful. Yes. Be sober, be alert. But at the same time, don't be anxious. If you're led by the spirit of God, 
you know, listen, God, he's going to, he's going to look out for you. He's going to watch out for you. Okay. Um, but anyway, um, <clears throat> it was the situation with the damsel that landed Paul and Silas in jail. I want to talk about that in a few moments, but real quickly, I want to talk about the fact that this girl was able to infiltrate, um, one of my spiritual sons said it, this apostolic movement, this prayer movement. And so, and I mentioned in my previous podcast, don't be deceived, you know, don't be deceived when, when things happen, in your place of worship, in your place of prayer, you know, it happens. Okay. Um, and, and so just knowing how to deal with it. And this is really what I wanted to hone on, hone in on today is knowing that, um, when you, there is a time to deal with everything. And, you know, we dealt with that. We had a colorful day at work yesterday, but there's a time to deal with everything. And, you know, this is why you can't be anxious when you're anxious, when you're presumptuous. You just move because I feel it. I see it. God showed it to me and I just got to deal with it. And let me, OK, there is a time when David sinned against Bathsheba and conspired um, for her husband's death, for Uriah's death. Uh, there was a time that Nathan, there was a time and there was a way for Nathan to approach David. Sometimes it's not what you say. Well, sometimes it is. But sometimes it's how you say it and when you say it. Timing is of the essence. Um, Jesus always talked about time. You know, it is not my time. Um, you know, the Son of Man will be uh, in the depths of uh, Shoal, or I forget exactly what he said, for three days. He often talked about time. Okay, so it's very important as we, you know, we ascribe to become the, you know, the sons and daughters of 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 Issachar to become prophetic in terms of knowing time, knowing when to deal with things. And can I be honest with you? You know, some things don't even have to be acknowledged. And I even mentioned that yesterday. Some things don't warrant a response. You don't have to respond to everything. You don't want to become a petty patty. You know, where everything you see, you've got something to say. You got, you know, I had to help a coworker deal with the situation to where she said something, you know, and shouldn't have. And boy, oh boy, you, it was a, a wildfire. And and so learn how to, um, you know, the Bible talks about that tongue, that 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 tongue. You know, it will get you into it. It will set the Bible said will set a set uh, um, it will set things on the course of hell. You know, the tongue can cause all kinds of problems. Just we don't know when to say what to say and how to say it. So learn how to let the Holy Spirit just govern, um, you know, what you do so that like David, uh, uh, Paul, Paul waited until God released him. Now, let me say this. There'll be some people, there'll be situations where things will happen. And let's just say it happens in the church and everybody sees it, right? It's so obvious. It's plain as the nose on your face. And then you may say, well, why isn't the pastor dealing with it? Why isn't the leader dealing with it? Why don't they see it? You know, don't they see? Of course they see. If you see it, believe me, they saw it before you. Okay. But also with leadership comes a grace to lead. This is what Solomon asked God for. Lord, teach me how to lead such greater people. So it's not just having the ability to preach and to prophesy and exhort people, but becoming a leader also comes with the grace, um, the grace to lead and the wisdom and that problem solving conflict, all of that, which I won't get into. Um, but that goes along with leadership. Okay, you if you're called to leadership, then there should be a grace to lead. Okay, Solomon recognized he said, I don't have it. You know, I don't have this grace to lead. God, I need it. Teach me how. 
All right. Um, and, and so, you know, David, Paul, I can't get David out of my spirit today, but Paul, he had a grace to leave because he realized now, listen, this spirit is really annoying me and I can deal with it. I can cast this devil out because, you know, Paul wasn't new to that. Paul would cast the devil. I had no problem with that, but he understood that God has not released me. So there will be times where there will be, there will be times when certain things have to kind of manifest. And, 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 you know, for various reasons, and I'll give you a few examples. There may be times where if that person who is under influence is connected to somebody who is a babe in Christ and God is doing a work in them. So, you know, and, 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 you know what I'm saying? So you may have to bear long. This is where the, the fruits of the spirit, everybody want gifts, but you don't want fruit. You know, this is where the fruit of long suffering and patience and temperance. This is where all of that comes in. To where you know this person is, is acting out in a certain spirit. However, they're married to someone or they're connect, connected to someone who's really growing in God. So if you deal with this person and, 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 and you know, engage the spirit that they're operating in, you can at the same time, right, even though this was not your, in your intention, but at the same time, you can damage the work that God is doing in this babe's life. So there will be times, and, and let's just say that this was Paul's case, where he's surrounded by people. And, you know, he's teaching, right? This is a missionary journey. And so he's there to to influence. He's there to, I like to say, defend the case of Christ, plead the case of Christ. And so you got babes, you got people who have questions, you got folks who are worshiping all kinds of idols and things. And then you've got this girl manifesting and acting a hot mess, right? So now if he would have turned around the first time that he recognized this demon in operation and laid hands and cast it out, it could have, listen, even though it was the right thing, it wasn't the right time. Right. There's a scripture says all things are lawful to me, but not all things are expedient. So there, even though it's the right thing to do, it doesn't mean it's the time to do it because you do the right thing at the wrong time and you won't um, experience the fruit of what you were looking for. It can cause more damage than good. So there'll be some cases where you have to put up with stuff. And that's why the Bible say Paul was grieved. Right. It will grieve you. And I can tell you this as a leader. It will grieve you when there's something you uh, you listen. You can see that devil. You can see the horns. Right. But it's not time. And you want to say, God, can I do it? Can I can I cast it? Can I lay it? Can I? And God is like, no, no. Bear long. Use wisdom. You know, pray fast. Get your flesh under control. Get your attitude under control. And and don't damage um, the babe. Okay. Remember how Jesus said, let the wheat and tear grow together. God will do the separating. So there will be times when you're going to see some nonsense. And I believe this is going to help some of you because some of you are like, you know, I don't understand why this is happening. I don't understand why so and so and so. But see, again, if you don't have the leadership grace, you won't understand it. You have to be, you know, somebody has to explain this to you. Okay. It's not going to come to you. By second nature, it has to be, has to be taught to you that there are times when you can't touch certain things. Uh, you may be as a young mother, you know, my kids would act up, especially my older son, I had that boy. And I thank God for him now. God's doing great things in his life. But my older son, he was just, he was just something, <laughs> you know, he was, he tried me. That boy tried me. And, um, we would, you know, be in the grocery store and oh my gosh, he would have these temper tantrums and he would want the bubble gum. You know, they would place the bubble gum and candy strategically at the counter and make you wait, right? So, you know, if you was parent with small children, if you, you know, had that experience, you can relate to what I'm talking about. So you're trying to watch the line. You're trying to make sure they charge you the right thing for your stuff. 
And you got this kid who's just grabbing candy. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And, and so, you know, you, you want to snatch him up. You know, you want to snatch him up and jack him up and lay hands on him suddenly. And you have to restrain yourself. Why? Because even though correcting your son was the right thing to do. No, son, you cannot have that. No, we don't steal. No, we don't take. No, we don't fall on the floor. You know, no, we don't do that. You know, you know what I'm saying? But this is not the time right now. Next thing you know, somebody's hauling you in uh, custody for child abuse. So, you know, I'm just trying to give you some practical examples that there are times when things will provoke you, right? They will provoke you and you want to deal with it. Oh, I just want to tell a piece of my mind. I just want to tell him. I just want to do that. And, and, you know, you get your flesh together. <laughs> get your, not get yourself together. Get your flesh together. Okay. And learn how to trust God and wait on his timing. Um, and so this is where... Paul was, even though this girl was manifesting and, 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 and all of that, right? These servants are the, these men of servants of the most high God, hear ye them. And you would think she's saying the right thing, but her motives are off, motives are off. And you'll encounter that too. Well, they prophesied, it did come to pass. You know, they laid hands on me. I did feel God, but their motives were wrong. Okay. The gift works. If you believe God, if you believe in God for something, you know what I'm saying? Your faith can, you listen. Your faith can cause some things to manifest has nothing to do with the person who's doing it for you. OK, it is your faith. Right. Let me give you an example because we, we listen. We got to give you the word, people of God. You got to get this word. When Jesus was walking through the crowds, right, the Bible said he was thronged about. There were people everywhere. And the woman with the issue of blood <clears throat> pressed in and um, and touched him. Did she did she ask Jesus for anything? Did Jesus pray for her? Did they have any kind of, of discourse or dialogue? No, ma'am. No, sir. There was not one word exchanged between them at all. She pressed by her faith. She pressed and received what she needed. Now, I'm not saying Jesus didn't, you know, hear what I'm saying. OK, of course, we know Jesus was operating. He's Jesus. OK, but what I'm saying is don't think that just because you're reaching out by faith for a word, you know, you come to church and you go to a meeting or you whatever you do. And you're like, God, I really need to hear you. I really need to touch you. I really need. And, and, and you put yourself in position to receive it. Don't always assume that the place you're receiving it or the person by whom you're receiving it is in right standing. Don't always assume to know the, the tree by the fruit. Okay, not just the pretty tree, the anointed tree, but what, what's the fruit that the tree is producing? Okay, so there can be times that you're pulling on something and your faith will manifest it. Won't always have anything to do with the person. All right, so please understand that. So Paul understood uh, that... uh you know, there's a time for me to, to, to move in this realm. And, um, you know, I've got to put up with this girl that's, that's manifesting. You know, she's prophesying. She really was. She was telling the truth. It was a spirit of divination. Okay. Python spirit. One of my daughters said she, 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 what she said was true. However, she was under the influence of demons. Okay. And I'm going to stop there. And I love the fact that I keep y'all on pause because <laughs> um, I need to finish working this. All right. So I'm going to come back at another time and then we'll talk about this a little bit more, maybe spin it from a different angle and give you a little bit more insight. But we're, we're coming out of Acts chapter 16 and we're talking about the damsel, talking about Paul, talking about all those dynamics that go along with that, um, that you may have seen or are seeing. And the Holy Spirit is going to give you some insight and show you how to deal with it. All right. Well, until next time, we enjoyed your grace and peace.